0: Yo, check this out. My name is Ezra Hill, and right now, I'm introducing you to my podcast. It's called Hill of Beans. It's a podcast about nothing and everything. My co-host Casey and I are going to be breaking down life from the perspective of two Midwestern middle-aged minds. We're not experts, just ordinary, everyday people like you trying to navigate this vessel called life, and these waters can get rough. Our goal is to help keep you on course without having to abandon ship, so I hope you'll enjoy our episodes. You just might find them inadvertently interesting and informative, and hopefully it'll amount to more than a hill of beans. Welcome to the Hill of Beans podcast show. Where we we talk about nothing and everything, right?
1: Mm, uh,
0: yeah, Casey, it's uh, it's fall. I think. Oh Has my fall gosh, started yet? That that means kind c- of cuffing season is
1: underway. Cuffing.
0: You don't know what that is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do I want to know? Cuffing is
0: <laughs> uh, cuffing is where uh, when the weather starts getting cold. Mm-hmm. We start looking for someone to snuggle up with during the winter.
1: Yeah. Oh, this is called cuffing. Yeah,
0: basically where you handcuff yourself to someone for the winter. Oh. <laughs> So I was
1: like, I did not understand what you're saying. So it's getting cold c- out and they need to be cuddled.
0: Yeah, because it's like, warmth. you know, right now is all things pumpkin spice. So you wanna oh, yeah, it you is. wanna uh, go on hay rides in the pumpkin mm-hmm. patch with somebody. You mm-hmm. don't want to do it's pretty uh, creepy if you just show up by yourself. Well
1: yeah, and we're gonna be snowed <laughs> in over the winter and you wanna watch yeah, movies. You know, it's
0: it's cuffing season, it's all things pumpkin spice, candles. Yeah. Documentaries, mm-hmm. binge watching,
1: heck yeah! It's
0: uh, it's all that right it's now. It's straight so
1: naughtiness. That's
0: why I've turned up my my cuffing. Radar. Uh, I've expanded it out because
1: I, who who wants to be cuffed with Ezra? I've, sp-
0: I've expanded my cuffing radar because clearly here in in my area I can't find anyone. So uh, maybe I need to head down south for the winter or something. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, that's that's what's going on.
1: Well, at least we know you have cuffs.
0: Yeah, I've got I've got I've got one wrist cuffed. Trying to find Just somebody to, find to, to cuff to. All
1: right, women, did you hear that? Uh, he's a looking yeah, yeah Skin yeah. cold out yeah so what's up? uh
0: not much obviously um i was thinking the other day uh with because we recently did a podcast about ghosts and yeah. since we before that we did some podcasts about my dating life so i thought i would tell you about the craziest date i ever went on
1: if it if it's you know, revolving around ghosts well, or something it, like spooky, I'm in.
0: Yeah, it does tap into the spirit world, Ooh. for sure. Uh, and it was actually, there was, it was kind of a life-changing experience for me in some ways.
1: Okay, hey, uh, we need deets.
0: Basically, I'm trying to remember because I haven't, I've only told this story like one other time. Uh
1: was this somebody uh, the, you went on a date with?
0: Yeah. The, um, I met this person on a dating app and I met her for coffee. Okay. okay. Just, it was like a Friday afternoon, I think. Mm-hmm. Met her for coffee. Um, and so we were just having general conversations. She was she was pretty, uh, seemed to have her shit together, um, seemed pretty intelligent. And then like halfway through the date, she's like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm a psychic. Oh no! <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, I talk to dead people." And I'm like, "Wait, hold on." So I instantly <laughs> I start to spit my coffee out. You know, I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I was like, "This <laughs> is just my luck." Just- this was
1: not disclosed on your dating app.
0: <clears throat> no, she did not mention this. Hey, at I'm all. a
1: psychic and I talk uh, to dead
0: people. So she lays that out there, and I'm like, "Okay, well." So I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna fucking play along." I'm like, "Okay." So, you're going to have to prove it.
1: Oh, okay. For real.
0: <laughs> and she's oh, like- Oh, you told
1: her like, prove it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I'm, you know, I'm a I'm a, I'm a skeptic when it comes to that kind of thing. Uh-huh. I don't- I'm not saying psychics aren't real or any of that stuff. You
1: just wanted I to just, make sure she was legit.
0: I don't- Yeah. Because I don't really buy into it because I know more often than not, psychics are- Frogs. Scam artists. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um,
0: so, basically, I was like, okay, you're going to have to prove it. And so I'm sitting there enjoying my coffee, you know, like waiting. <laughs> I'm okay. like, so? Okay. Like, and what'd you ask her? I just said, you're going to have to prove it. She's like, okay, give me a minute.
1: <laughs> did I'm you, like, did I you gotta, pull out I'm her like, tarot cards I'm or like, something? I'm like, I got
0: all night. <laughs> uh, so... She's sitting there and she kind of closes her eyes. (laughs) And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck,
1: man? What is this shit happening to me? Was was (laughs) this the romantic part of the day? Uh,
0: No. So instantly, (laughs) you know, I'm kind of like, I was kind of liking this girl and into her. And then all of a sudden now I'm like, I'm going down. I'm spiraling down like, oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> um so she kind of closes her eyes a little bit and then she's like okay I've got somebody. <laughs> and I'm like oh okay do you? And um, she's like yeah and I was like okay who is it? And she you know she's like give me a second and she's like uh, the it, it, her name's Brookie. She kept saying Brookie and I'm like Brookie. I was like I was like what what is she saying? And she's like she was like uh, she's saying that not it, most people don't know I'm dead, but I'm dead Ooh. is what she came through and said, and I'm like, okay, I don't really understand that. Um, and then she was like, she goes on to say, "There's a there's a couple other spirits there with her. One is good and one is bad." Um, and uh, so I'm like, "What do you?" I was like, "Wait, a so I was like, you got more than one?" there and she's like yeah
1: at this point were you like really intrigued because was she real serious like she's being serious yeah
0: she was being serious she's
1: owning her job
0: yeah like and i'm kind of looking around like is anyone am i being punked right now am i like someone videoing me
1: (laughs) i would be like my antennas would have gone up and i'd have been intrigued Um, definitely okay tell me more
0: well yeah i mean naturally i'm i'm a curious person so i was uh in intrigued to begin with when she, you know, anytime someone talks about psychic, psychic being a psychic spirit, you know, it intrigues me because I, I wonder, okay, how true is this shit? Is it mm-hmm. true at all? You know, I'm a, I'm a skeptic, but I'm open-minded at the same time, right. you know, because I, I do believe, I think I've mentioned this before that, you know, we as humans, we very, we use very little percentage of our brain. And so there's a lot up there that we don't even know what it does. Mm-hmm. So can people tap into the spirit world and all that stuff? I don't know, but I'm not saying they can't, you know? So I'm like, okay, you know, if you're going to, if, if you're going down this road of saying you're a psychic, then okay, we're going prove down it. this road. Yeah.
1: That's why um, you said prove Yeah, Cause
0: it. I'm like, I'm calling, I'm calling you out right now. Let's mm-hmm. do this. Okay. Uh, so,
1: so she says there's somebody coming through, and it sounds like they're saying Brookie. And yeah.
0: she kept saying, Brookie. I'm
1: dead, or people think I'm alive, but I'm dead. Well,
0: she said, she said, uh, yeah, she said something to the effect of, not many people know I'm dead, uh, but I am, or something like that. Okay. It was something like that, meaning like, so I didn't know what that meant either. I'm like, what do you mean you're dead, but not people? I'm like, I I didn't understand that. Uh And then she said there were two other spirits there and she was saying one was good. One was bad. And so I'm, I'm like kind of soaking this in. I'm like, okay, so you're saying rookie. And I was like, what do you mean? Um, what are these two, uh, these other two spirits doing? And she's like, well, one seems to be trying to protect her from the bad spirit.
1: Mm -hmm. And I'm like,
0: Okay. And uh, so I text my, I have a friend named Brooke. Okay. And uh, so I text her and cause that's who popped into my head when all this happened. Cause that's the only person I know named Brooke.
1: we are like, are you like texting her? Are you alive? <laughs> <laughs> hey te- Brooke, you there? <laughs> I, yeah. I
0: text her at, while she's kind of doing her spirit thing. I'm like, I pull out my phone. I text her and I'm like, Um, I said, Hey, I go, number one. Are you okay? (laughs) Number Mm -hmm. two, do you know anyone that might, that might be dead named Brookie. And so she responded back and she's like, Oh yeah. Brookly. And then, so then I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, Brookly. I was like, well, I go, what do you mean? Give me details. And she's like, well, there's a girl named Brookly Laux that went missing. Um, like this back in the early 2000s. So
1: this is a side text that you have going while you're on this date yes. with the psychic who's yes. saying this stuff. And you're secretly texting your friend, Brooke.
0: Yeah, because I'm trying to figure out what the hell is this girl's talking about.
1: Okay. So you then Brooke comes through and says, yeah, there is actually a girl that's missing called named Brooklyn." Yeah. Okay.
0: And I go, well, is she dead or missing? And Brooke was like, well, she's been missing. They've never found her, but most or she said some people presume she's dead at this point so
1: so you do you you don't tell the psychic that you're no 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 seeing any okay
0: so i i get that information and um so i'm kind of like and i'm trying to remember because this was probably six seven years ago maybe longer when this when this all went down Mm -hmm. um and so she's telling me a little bit about that um You know, she's speaking directly with uh, Brooke, who she was calling Brookie, who I now think is Brooklyn. Okay. Um, And again, I don't know. I'm just playing along at this point. Mm -hmm. I don't really
1: You're just listening. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't really know what's going on at this point. And so she kind of goes into a little bit about the two. uh, You know, she explains the, the one, she thinks the one's bad spirit is responsible for her death. And I'm like, so you're saying the be- the person that killed her is dead also? And she was like, yeah, that's what's coming through to me right now. And I'm like, wow. okay. Um, so anyways, <laughs> so
1: I'm, you know, I kind of... And I would be like, how does this pertain to me? Right? That's where my mind would be at that point.
0: You mean pertain to me or her? Yeah,
1: you. Like, she's well, telling you all this. Yeah, and because You've got to told- be sitting there going, well, what's this have to do with me? Right? Well,
0: it's because... Again, I told her, you gotta prove to me you're a psychic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so yeah. she's laying all this out there on me. Well, and so and so I'm texting my friend Brooke and I'm like, what I go, so what happened? You know, what is this a a, a local thing? And she's like, Yeah, this happened in Greenwood. Like, I don't know, I'm it was probably 10, 12, Fifteen. I don't know how long it's, it's been. been.
1: it Yeah, I know who you're talking about. It's uh, been a hot minute. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you're from this area, so mm-hmm. you know. Yes. About the that case then the Br-
1: Brooklyn Locks case. Yeah. Case.
0: Um, so, so as the coffee date ends, she's basically like saying she's now kind of fully in tune with Brooklyn.
1: Uh, channeling like yeah hearing her and
0: i'm like i'm kind of like well hey i gotta go i gotta go do a couple things it's been real it's been (laughs) fun but it ain't been real fun you know (laughs) uh so i leave you know we end the date and i'm just like so i'm driving home like kind of just chuckling at myself like ha ha Ezra, you fucking did it again you know (laughs) you met another weirdo
1: you know how Uh, to pick them
0: so anyways, I get home and so I start doing a little research, uh, into the case. And, um, so apparently Brooke, and it's kind of ai uh, I, I don't know how much to get into at this point, but, um. So I do a little research and in my research I'm trying to figure out the other two spirits. You mm-hmm. know, what's going on there.
1: Oh, so uh, you're really intrigued. So now you're really well, looking into it. I'm this. just
0: yeah, I'm trying to figure out because it was just a weird coincidence that she brings this up and then I text my friend and my friend's like, Oh yeah, Brooklyn Locks. And I'm like, holy shit. Um, it just sort of it made me start questioning like what's going on? Is this girl, like, what is she doing? You know, how is she Mm -hmm. getting this information and stuff? Um, so I, I do a little, um, research. Uh, and so I find out that the guy who the prime suspect was, uh, his name was Joe Nowicki. Mm -hmm. Um, he is dead now when I, when I found this out. Uh,
1: so I'm like, Holy shit. So that was the evil. I was like,
0: yeah, so that's the guy. And then I'm just like, well, then who's the other pers- the yeah, who's
1: person, the good person? who's the good
0: person with her? Well, family. then I do some more research and come to find out, uh, Brooklyn's dad, um. Oh, yes, he passed he, away. He passed away shortly. Basically, he.
1: After she went he missing. He
0: basically committed suicide. He drank and took pills because, uh, he was so distraught over what had happened And so that all of a sudden brings in the third spirit. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I I figured this out. And so I start texting the girl again. And I'm like, I I didn't tell her too much because I don't want to give her any information. Like I'm trying to see if she's a legit psychic, like if she's pulling information out that other people don't know,
1: mm-hmm. you know
0: what I mean? Like I'm trying to put together Is is she telling me anything that isn't public knowledge? Sure. You know? Um, so then I, she's like, she's like, I don't know why, but I need you to meet me tonight at this place. And I'm like, okay.
1: <laughs> the psychic wants to meet you.
0: Yeah. She's like, okay. I don't know why, but Brooklyn is telling me that we need to meet here tonight at this place. And I'm like, where? She's like, at this place called the Knuckle Sandwich.
1: So for some reason, Brooklyn's trying to come through to you.
0: Well, I don't know about, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. That's
1: what it sounds like to me. I mean, she had, the psychic had a chance to prove something to you. And the person that was communicating with her, and it sounds like Mm. she's wanting her to tell you something again.
0: I don't know. Maybe. But do you do you remember where the knuckle sandwich was? Yeah. Okay. So it's down in like where Johnson County and Morgan County, Mooresville mm-hmm. comes together. And uh, so I go there and I meet her. And we, so we we just go in and we're eating at the knuckle sandwich, talking more about... She's talking to Brooklyn and kind of telling me more things like... And... Uh, so as she's doing this, I'm kind of on my phone doing some research myself. Well, come to find out, they found Brooklyn's car at the Knuckle Sandwich.
1: <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> yeah. Because it was like a couple, two, three days. I don't remember. And these are details I'll have to go back and look. Because I
1: Would the psychic have known?
0: Well, that's what, again... That it's public knowledge. Okay, that's that her public car knowledge. was found. In. Okay. So again, it doesn't give me anything to prove that she's a real psychic.
1: Exactly. Okay. Because you're right now you're just trying to find something that she wouldn't know.
0: Right. And the other thing about the other thing about this uh girl, the psychic, she Clint, she said she just moved here to Indiana from like Colorado or something. And I was like, well, why did you move back here? And she's like, well, my um, daughter's father is in prison here in Indiana. (laughs) So I was like, oh, okay. Well, you know, it's important that she maintains a relationship with her dad. (laughs) That that was good. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So anyways, um, so then that makes me think, okay, well, she's not from here. So... You know, is, does she know anything about this case or is all this shit just coming to her? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, again, it, it sends me down this rabbit hole of trying to figure out what's going on. Um, and then she starts telling me about how Brookly's... Because I'm like, okay, if you're ta- if you're talking to Brooklyn right now and they haven't found her, where the hell is she? You know, th- I'm like, that's what I want to know. Right. And she's like, um, well, it keeps she keeps coming through saying she's uh, in water, underwater. Um, And when I did a little research, um, when they found a few days before they found Brooklyn's car, Joe Nowicki, the guy, the prime suspect in the case, Mm -hmm. he was picked up hitchhiking on 37. Okay. And this was like just before they found her car. And her car was seen at Nowicki's house, I believe, around the time Brooklyn went missing. Okay. So it puts him in the location of where her uh, car was found. And okay. it also, he and the person that picked him up said he was like sweaty and he looked like he was kind of dirty and like he'd mm-hmm. been doing something. And he okay. said he was fishing at the river down there or something. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't know. And,
1: if, and Joe Nowicki is does have kind of this, he had a, like, he was very scruffy looking. Um, You know, he had a, that look to him. I can't explain it, but I I wouldn't want to meet him in a dark alley. He was a bad guy. Yes. Uh,
0: In fact, I think if I remember right, when I was researching him, I think he went to prison for murdering his first wife.
1: Mm. (laughs) Yeah. He had been in and out of prison for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, So anyways, so, basically, it puts him as being, you know, one that could have possibly, you know, did something with Brooklyn and then he had to get rid of her vehicle. He gets rid of it down there. Um, so, it puts him in the location of mm-hmm. the Knuckle Sandwich, and there is a river down there, but there's also a quarry down there. Okay. okay a rock quarry. Um, and, and so, it's an area where I guess you could get rid of a body if mm-hmm. you were trying to. Um, and so... Uh, the, the girl I was talking to, the psychic, um, she starts talking about Brickley's telling me she's underwater and it's like a a muddy brown, rusty colored water, Mm. you know? So I'm starting to think, well, maybe it was that river or whatever. Um, and she's like, no, I don't think it's a river. She's not telling, she's telling me it's not a river. Uh, And I'm like, I don't know. I was like, there's, you know, these quarry lakes over here. And that. I said, maybe it's one of those. So anyways, the night ends and I go back home and like the next day I pull up the GPS, the Google Earth maps. At
1: this point, do you feel like you are a PI? Like you're (laughs) you're you're now in this case and you just want to solve it? Well,
0: yeah, but I mean, obviously I know nothing at this point of whether, of if she's telling me, if telling me the truth or not. And I obviously- I mean,
1: it sounds like you're getting sucked in at this point that like you're going home and you're, yeah.
0: My natural uh, curiosity, and love for the unknown obviously is driving me into this case because I know nothing about it. it uh, back when she went missing was when I first moved to Greenwood. And I remember seeing the, once I started putting two and two together, I remember seeing her flyers at the village pantry by myself that said missing person. Mm-hmm. Cause I'd go in there every morning to get coffee on my way to work. So I do remember that, but outside of that, I'm not from Greenwood. So I didn't go to school. I didn't mm-hmm. know the, the Laux or anything like that. Um, but so the next day i pull up the the google earth maps you know and i start looking at the quarries you know
1: okay
0: and they're limestone quarries so the water is like a bluish green color mm-hmm. so it's not a rusty brown color so i'm like it can't be there you know that's not if if this what she's saying is true yeah and uh so i messaged the girl back and forth a little bit again. And she's like, is Brickley's sending me in the direction of the quarry? And I'm like, it's not, there's no brown limestone water or there's no brown, muddy, rusty water there. It's this mm-hmm. greenish limestone colored water. So like a day, and I'm kind of like, whatever, you know, at this point, I'm kind of like, I don't, uh. so the, like the next day or so I pull up the quarries again. Okay. And I'm just looking them on, looking at them on Google Earth maps.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, as I'm scanning it over, I see this little pond that's like brownish red. Okay.
1: <laughs> in the middle of all those.
0: Yeah, like you, you have to zoom in to find it. Okay. And so that's sort of what you know when you're just looking on Google Maps on your laptop or your phone, you're gonna see these lime, this green lime bluish colored lakes. Mm-hmm. You're going to see those because they're really big. Mm-hmm. But then when I was zooming in, I saw this little rusty brown, the oh, only shit. one around. Oh, shit. These green lakes. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> so I'm
0: like, you got to be fucking kidding me. So I'm just sitting there looking at this like, what? The? I'm like, what What should I do? You know, I'm like, this is either the craziest scam or con or like, maybe she's on something. something, okay. you know? And I'm like, surely they would have searched that, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I know nothing about the investigation. It's been, I don't know if I don't necessarily think it's a cold case. I think it's still open, mm-hmm. but I think most everyone who's involved is either dead or uh, they just absolutely will not talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of like, So I start texting the girl again. I'm like, Hey, and I send her a screenshot. I'm like, Hey, look at this. And she's like, Oh my God, I think that's it. I think that's it. And I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, okay, here I go. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out there.
1: You did not.
0: No, I did. You went out (laughs) there. Well, before I get to that, wait, I forgot. I left out one part.
1: You are so invested at this point. This is good.
0: Before I got to that point, I did meet that girl again. Okay. Because she's like, we need to go to where she's like, Brickley's pulling me and telling me to go where she was killed. And I'm like, okay. Which when we went to where she said it happened, it was on the street. Nowicki lived. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: what the psychic is telling me is that Nowicki killed her at his place. Okay. Um, And then he had to get rid of the body. And so, she's saying he, he took it to the quarry and got rid of it.
1: And, and for you, your, the locals here um, that are from Greenwood, where the Brooklyn Lauk case is, um, the location he's talking about is in Greenwood. Like the, they call it, um, it's at Smith Valley and um, uh, Morgantown. Smith, Smith Valley, Morgantown. No, it's not
0: Morgantown. It's Morgantown Oh, is it Morgantown But I mean, I where
1: Joe Nowicki lived is it Smith Valley and Morgantown Road? Yeah,
0: it's just east right of there. 37.
1: Yep. And that's um, in in Greenwood. So, but where these quarries are, if you head south on 37, is down there in Martinsville. Um, I was just giving everybody a location. Yeah. Uh,
0: that's if where. If you're a local. That's where this was going on. And so we ended up back at. Um, on new street that night, obviously new is dead. Um, he, he the, back during the investigation, um, when the police got warrants to search his property, they found firearms on his property and he already had a felony. Uh, so it's, uh, well, I mean, he's a
1: career criminal, right? It's
0: an automatic, again, felony yeah. charge if you're a felon with weapons. And so he went to jail. Uh, so at this time, he was in jail um, back when they were investigating the, the case for Brooklyn, He ended up going back to jail for the weapons. Um, so anyways, um, they were but, probably
1: looking at that point, a reason to tie him up because he was oh yeah. the prime suspect. Yeah. And, and
0: he what, what happened was he ended up getting cancer in jail and dying. And so that's why he's dead now. That's why he's the third spirit. Um, so. It's, so anyways, we I ended up, we were on that street and she says she's talking and this girl just all of a sudden, like we're in my truck, just sitting there and she's supposedly talking to Brickley. And so I'm just like, kind of taking notes, not giving her any information of anything that I know, because I'm still trying to figure out if this girl legitimately knows anything or is tapped into the spirit world or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then all of a sudden. You know, she's basically saying, is replaying in her mind what happened. And this girl just starts freaking out and loses her shit and crying and in my truck <laughs> in the point where she just gets out of my truck all and takes off running. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, I'm sitting there like, I don't know what to fucking do. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, I'm like, I start getting weirded out
1: yeah. because
0: I'm like, is this person crazy or
1: is this, Am I crazy? Or is she really <laughs> channeling like this vision? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's a. It was a very disturbing moment. So like, I, I keep my cool, and I get out of my truck, and so I walk down the road, and I catch up to the girl. I'm like, "Hey," I go, "I don't know what's going on. Are you okay?" I was like, "Let me just take you home," and she's like, "Yeah." I need to go home because she just became deathly ill, like sick. Like she looked really pale and I could tell something was wrong, but it was just bizarre. But, and at the same time, I'm just like, you know, I'm trying to wrap my head around all this. Like Mm -hmm. what the fuck's going on? Is this girl just crazy or is this shit real? Mm -hmm. You know? Um, so I take her home and, and then, I texted the next day to see how she was doing, and um, she uh, uh, she's like, "No, I'm sick." I she's like, "This happens," you know. She's like, "This happens when I talk to spirits. It becomes very mentally and physically exhausting mm-hmm. and draining, and it makes me physically ill. And this bad spirit is now haunting me," is what she's saying. And so I'm like, "Oh shit!" And I'm I'm kind of like, "Well." I go. Let's just not do anything with this for a while.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I was like, just let it go. Trying to get yourself better, whatever. Maybe we'll talk about it again. Uh, so, like that night uh, after I had texted her the next day from when she had her episode, that night uh, I have the one one of the craziest dreams I've ever had in my life. Do tell. Uh, oh my gosh, what happened? So I'm walking. And what's crazy is I remember a lot about this dream. And this happened, I don't, like I said, like five, six years ago, maybe longer. Uh, And I usually don't remember my dreams. Uh, But this one, I was walking down a road in the woods uh, and apparently like I was lost. And I see a house and there's lights on. So I go up to the house and I'm like, hey, I'm lost, I need some help. And they let me in. And so on the first floor, um, there was a bunch of people there that I knew, like friends and family and there, and it felt warm and like inviting. Yeah. It was like comfortable. And I, and I was laughing with my friends and family and everything. And it, it was, it was great.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and then somehow I ended up going downstairs of mm-hmm. the house. Uh, well downstairs it all of a sudden the, everything changes. It's very cold. Yeah. Nobody there. I know everybody's wearing black. Um, and this guy comes up and he's like, you need to come with me. And I'm like, okay. So he takes me out on the back porch, which is, uh, it's kind of hard to explain, but it, it was a back porch going out. Like if it was a walkout basement, you know, and there's dark woods surrounding everything. So Mm -hmm. you can't see anything, but there's people there, but I I don't know any of them. I don't know who they are. They all look creepy and like,
1: so upstairs, everything was fine. It's when you went to the lower level. Yeah. Okay.
0: So I'm at the lower level and there's like this, like this big chair, but it looks like a throne, you know?
1: Mm hmm
0: And, uh, so they're like this, I think another person comes up to me and they're like, come over here. He needs to talk to you. And I'm like, you know who? And they take me over there. Well, then when I get up in front of the throne, Mm -hmm. the, the person sitting in the throne is fucking Joe Nowicki. And he, he says, if you don't stop what you're doing, I'm going to fucking kill your daughter. No. Yeah. And so I me I immediately like freak out and wake up
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and I'm like, holy shit. Cause it was so real, like I mean, I like I still remember it this, to this. day. Yeah,
1: this dude was coming through uh, your dreams.
0: Yeah, and so th- there was just like I woke up, I was sweating but freezing, yeah. you know, at the same like time. Like When you're sick. Yeah, it was just it, it was a very vivid dream that scared the shit out of me, and I, honestly, it felt like that it, it was demonic or something. Mm-hmm. Like it was just pure evil. You know, because it just was so intense, and it freaked me the fuck out. And so, I so of course I couldn't go back to sleep. Obviously, I'm tossing and turned because I'm I'm like you know when it was one thing for me to encounter him in my dream, but then he threatens my daughter right in the dream. You know, so yeah, that, your
1: worst nightmare. Yeah,
0: right? absolutely, absolutely. So I'm like, sh- you know, I'm just like, fuck, what am what do I get myself into? You know, I'm like, this is just weird. And I'm like, I don't know if this is just my mind playing tricks on me or what, but I know I never have dreams like that. I never remember my dreams, but that one was bizarre and crazy. And, uh, to, you know, like right now sitting here talking about, I mean, I remember it in vivid detail.
1: I can tell you for anybody listening to this story, I Am watching and listening to Ezra. So I get to see him personally while, while he's telling this story. And you can tell through his whole body language, um, it, the, his skin coloring right now. Like it was even hard. I, am, I can I tell be, you to get that out. It
0: makes me, it makes me uh, like sick to my stomach.
1: I can tell. Like I wish uh, you guys could see what I'm seeing right now. I'm visually seeing it.
0: So, anyways, um, you know, so the next day, it, so like the next couple of days i'm just like all this is going through my head and i'm just like trying to figure out what the you know I, i'm just completely sort of uh mind blown in a way like mm-hmm. is this shit legit what the hell's going on what what am i doing and uh so i reached out to a friend of mine that um uh, supposedly she can kind of do some of the same things. Um, but, you gotta talk to spirits. Right. But I never, I, we've never really talked much about it. So I reached out to her because she had just mentioned it a couple times to me. And I was like, hey, here's what's going on. What I don't know what I should do or what's going on. I go, I'm a little freaked out right now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you just have to be extremely careful because you don't want to let evil spirits in to the point to where you can't get rid of them. Mm-hmm. And she said, you also have to be careful because, and I, and we talked a little bit about this in another episode that she was saying bad spirits and demons will disguise themselves as good spirits to mm-hmm. fool you. You mm-hmm. know? Um, so that was also the other thing I'm like, you know, all this shit going on. I'm like, is this even true? Is this, are these bad spirits disguising themselves as Brooklyn, you know, what the hell is going on? Um, uh, so a few days went by and I still was kind of having a little bit of conversation with this girl because I was number one I'm checking on her, but number two, still trying to figure out what the fuck
1: I can tell you exact yeah where you are at this point. You're so immersed into this case.
0: Yeah. Uh, well it, it did start intriguing me and I was researching things, getting into the case, uh, trying to figure out all the stuff. So finally I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go to the the pond. And I'm going to see what's going on there. Mm-hmm. And um, so on, like a Sunday afternoon when the quarry was closed, uh, I went there. Um, and I, because I pulled up where it was on my GPS. Okay. I went there by yourself. Yes, by myself wow. because I want to put eyes on this pond to see like what what this thing looks like. And okay, if it's if it's legit and. You know, I can somehow see maybe there is a, maybe there could be a body in there, you know? Mm-hmm. And then my next step was going to be to find out if the police ever searched it, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, so I get there and I go to the exact spot on my GPS where it is. And I'm standing there, like I'm standing right in the middle of where the pond should be. And it's not there. Really? It had been filled in because it was a part of the landfill, And do
1: we know how long?
0: I don't know. Okay. But basically, the body of water that this girl was telling me Brooklyn was in is no longer there because it's been filled in. So I'm like, well, shit. If it's been filled in, now it would be even harder to find a body in there, Mm -hmm. you know, because I don't even know what it's filled in with. Uh, (laughs) So that didn't play out. And, you know, so now what was there is gone. And so I reach out to the girl and I'm like, look, I'm like, if you think I go, if you legitimately think that you have any, uh, information that the police need to know, I was like, you should call them. Right. And, um, you know, and I told, I told her, I go, this pond isn't here anymore. It's been filled in. And she's like, oh, my God. Oh, no. Well, we, we got to get ground penetrating radar. And, all. and I'm like, dude, I go, that's not that's not me. I can't do that shit. <laughs> we like, need
1: to call the police. Yeah.
0: I was yeah. like, because then I'm like, because I'm like, if she's not going to call the police, I'm going to call the police and tell them what she's telling me, because
1: mm-hmm.
0: is she playing psycho or does she really know something? Well,
1: and there are cases where they do pull in these type of psychic investigators to help solve yeah. cases, so yeah, I agree with doing the due diligence. Yeah, so it doesn't hurt to check.
0: It, right. I I I told her. I said, "Hey, you gotta." I go. I had a serious conversation with. Her. I go. Look, just call the police. If you're saying, if you're telling me that you, what you're saying is what you truly believe, I go call the police and tell them, and tell them what's going on, where this location is, so that maybe I go. It's up to them at that point. We've done all we can do. And, um, so she agreed and she called the Greenwood police, but then she told me they pretty much blew her off because I, from what I've been told from law enforcement, they don't take, uh, they don't take, um, psychics too serious, you know, because what's crazy too, and it's unfortunate. And again, I don't know if this girl, falls in that category or not. But there are people out there who claim they're psychics who aren't. Mm -hmm. And they will call... It's like, what's so bizarre to me is when you have a murder case or missing persons or whatever, and they open up a tip line, and all of a sudden they get thousands of tips and like only 1% are probably relevant, and the rest are just people making up shit. Right. That's so bizarre to me that people do that. I know. And it's crazy that people claim to be psychics when they're not. Mm -hmm. And they actually call police departments and they give them fucking fake information that just gives them the runaround. Mm -hmm. So basically um, that was kind of where everything ended. She said she called the police. They basically said that, you know, they kind of blew her off and didn't take her serious. Um, So (laughs) whether any of this information is true, I don't know into this today. To today, I don't know.
1: Hmm. Um,
0: so that, you know, kind of opens the door to,
1: well, you're getting me immersed
0: <laughs> Well,
1: now I'm intrigued.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, it's so, okay. You know, going back to the Brick of case, it's kind of like, what the hell happened? And, and I think we should dive back in. Yeah. I th- I think w- we can too, because, um, I had done I have a folder at home with a bunch of research in it because during this time I, and, and even recently um I had uh you know I always get back into it a little bit here and there trying to find out information uh as to what happened but I do believe I do think that Joe was the responsible party and he's no longer here so you know what could happen at this point I don't know but ultimately you know, we need to find it. what would be great for uh, Brooklyn's family is to find the
1: closure the, the yeah. remains. And, mm-hmm. uh,
0: so um, I guess I'll end it at that for now. And then we can revisit the case in another episode.
1: I say let's do it. All
0: right. Well, uh, if anyone has any information about the Brooklyn last case. Yeah. Call the, uh, you'll have to look up the Greenwood Police Department because I don't know off the top of my head what the number is. And we'll get that for you in the next episode. You can get a hold of
1: us. We'll get it for you. Or you can
0: email us. uh, What's our email?
1: We'll we'll put you in contact. You guys, hofbeans at gmail.com is our email. Um, You can also um, interact with us and our group at with Ezra and Casey on Facebook. We will see you on the next episode. Peace.